Hey, welcome to Living Ardently. I'm your host, Adrian Garaldi, and today it's just me and the microphone again for the first time in a while. And today I'm going to take the opportunity to share with you the craziness of my summer, all the blessings that came from it, all the hardships that also came from it, and then why I believe it's so important to take these reflections and to share them with the people that you love and care about. I 100% believe that it's so important, even sharing with people that you don't know, just kind of sharing these moments, how God's working in your life is important to people. So yeah. Let's get into it. So after four episodes worth of having guests on the show, it is back to just me in a microphone in my room recording a podcast. Um, I've had four wonderful guests. Thank you, uh, Joe, Koji, Kendall, um, uh, Heidi. Thank you so much for coming on. I've spoken to several other people who want to be on the podcast as well. But um, for this week, it's me and the microphone. And I'm excited to kind of share my crazy summer and all of that that comes with it with y'all. Because some youth ministers say that summer's the easiest time of the year for them. And I call bull because it is so hard and so exhausting. Um, but I love it. I love this kind of stuff. So we're going to, I'm going to share this with you guys and yeah, yeah. Before I actually get into that stuff, I did a couple of polls on Instagram and you guys said that majority of you do like having guests. So I will, but there was also that percent percentage that would like to just have me in the microphone. So Here's your, your, here's your bit. I'm going to be entertaining both because I'm not going to always have a guest, but I'm not always going to be by myself. So we get that. And also, I, I went on into Instagram and I put that, you know, the question box thing. And I said, you know, what are the blessings and the fruits that come from your summers? And I got quite a few. Um, one of my friends said that she's pregnant again. She's really excited. Another said... Um, having extra time to spend with her husband because he's a teacher and he has to go back to school. Another person said, everyone and everything has been a blessing. And that's a great way to look at things, you know. Another friend says, I love you 3000, referencing Avengers Endgame being probably one of his best things in the summer, which I agree was one of the best things of the summer. Um... Another person said, having time for myself. We talked about that with Jahidi about how that's so important. And we're going to talk about that more in a later podcast with somebody else. And another person said, Steubenville, uh, for sure. And spiritual growth has been the fruits of the summer and blessings in the summer for them. You know, it's, it's important to look back on these things and to be grateful for them as well. And the... Uh, a couple other people said spending good times with family and friends, all these great things. And, you know, I think it's so important to share these moments um, and to be able to, like, recognize these moments, to be grateful for these moments, to show gratitude. So, yeah. So that that's, you know, just a little cool thing I like to do. I wanted to start doing is to be more active on social media and the stories and asking questions. So we'll see how that goes. 
But now I'll share with you guys the fruits and blessings of my summer. I mean, where do I begin, right? So I guess I can start but around June. Um, I, and this is where kind of when I started the podcast. The summer is when I started this as an experiment one weekend when I was like kind of before the craziness hit. I mean, the first real crazy part was VBS. VBS was the first thing that we had in the summer. And right after that, we had, I had vacation before it got all crazy. So like I said before, I went to Niagara Falls. I had a podcast on that. And then this past uh, month, July was where I got back and it was boom, 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 boom. I got back. And suddenly I had two retreats that I had, two day retreats that I had planned with Joe Traver. That's why Joe came on the show. And we did a retreat with my peer ministers and then retreat for my confirmation students. Crazy, two days, awesome, socialized and all that stuff. And then the week after that, Steubenville. I had only like two weeks between when I got back from vacation to do final touches for Steubenville, but I also had the retreat. So I really had like, half a week and a half to do the final touches and that was crazy but I got that done it was really cool and Steubenville was exhausting the two podcasts that weekend but survived I napped hardcore when I got back from like five I think to like uh no we got back around like three or four and I was like out until like eight o'clock that night woke up and then was just like let me eat something and went back to sleep (laughs) So then I had a full week just kind of at work before I left for Camp Veritas in Lake Placid, Florida. And this is a camp that friends of mine uh, put together that, well, they didn't put it together. They organized it. Uh, Katie and George uh, De Los Reyes. Katie used to do this back in New York where she's from. And then they brought it down here, a branch off of their Camp Veritas and started here in Florida. They also have one like in Ireland, which is super dope. But man, like all these things were awesome and exhausting. I will continue to say that. But there's so many fruits that came from it. Like there is a lot of, I guess, restlessness in my heart before the summer, just stress of, of doing planning these retreats, trying to plan for faith formation year that starts in in September this year and trying to maintain a social life of some sort. There's just so much pressure that came with the summer that I didn't, well, even leading up to summer that I didn't realize was actually taking a toll on me. There was very few times where I got weekends just to myself, where I just got to be, and I needed more of those moments, Um, but I cherished the moments where I did get, you know, I didn't have time for them. I also wanted to, you know, have a social life of some sort, so hang out with my friends and do things that a young adult in my age would do, you know, hang out, drink, and play board games, (laughs) whatever we do. I just recently got the Catholic card game, and it's probably one of my favorite games to play right now. So um, any any place I've gone, I've brought it along with me. So just in case, you know, somebody wants to put, put um, throw down with some Catholic card games. So if, you, if, you're, if you're about that life, holler at your boy. We'll, uh, 
I've lost every time I played, actually. <laughs> I think about it. I'm not that great, but I think I'm funny. Uh, I think I'm funnier than I think I am. Yeah, if that makes sense. Anyway. But yeah, so the summer was just uh, was it just mentally, uh, physically exhausting. Uh, but it was so spiritually enriching. Like, I don't go to these retreats expecting to get anything out of them because I'm there to serve. I'm there for my teens. I'm there to, you know, help. But the Lord kind of worked through these moments to like, when you're in service, the Lord um, has this way of, you know, opening your heart when you're on mission. Speak to anybody who's gone to a mission trip, you're going there to serve, but then suddenly it's just turning on to you and you suddenly have a bigger and more open heart to whatever the Lord is trying to teach you. So, yeah, every opportunity is an opportunity to learn, I believe, you know. And this summer was just that, was so many opportunities to just learn how to love, love my teens, love my um, job more, and to love, you know, in general, a lot better. Uh, coming into the summer retreats, like I said, I was very stressed and I was had a lot on my plate. Um, and I realized that the genuine joy and, and, and zeal for my job had kind of receded in a way like I wasn't I was joyful but because I knew it had to come with the territory of being a youth minister you know had to have some kind of joy for the faith right but it occurred to me that I was really I guess forcing it um, trying to fake it till I make it kind of deal and I wasn't genuinely uh, zealous for <laughs> my my job as I used to be, as I once was. So I was like, all right, Lord, like took it to prayer. And at one point during adoration at Steubenville, um, Father Joe Espinillat, I I butcher his last name every time because I don't know how to say it. Father Joseph is awesome. He's from New York, um, from Queens area, where I am from as well. And uh, he said, I need you to be selfish for once during adoration is like we often pray for other people and you know pray uh for inter you know the people who ask us to pray for them but for once i need you to just be selfish with the lord i need you to pray for you and i was like you know at this point i'm like praying for my teens and then he says that i'm like okay um what about me <laughs> And the Lord made that apparent there that, you know, well, what are you anxious about? What are you what are you afraid of? Why are you not happy the way that you ought to be? And I was like, I am happy. You know, I was like, are you really? And I was like, huh. Right, maybe I'm not. <laughs> maybe I'm stressed. I'm overwhelmed by the things that I have to work through. I wish I had a DRE, you know, all these things. Because right now, right, we just hired one, but prior at that time, we didn't have one, and I had to, you know, step up to kind of assist with that. Father um, helped and did most of the load, and we always split the load and stuff like that. So it was a lot of work, but, um, you know, it was a lot more work than I'm used to. So I was like, man, I just, I just right? that's what I want, Lord, I just need a DRE. I got overworked here, and... uh the Lord was like, do you not trust me? Have you not been talking about trust and preaching about trust? 
in your podcast and to your teens, to your friends. But why don't you trust me? I was like, oh, what do you mean? <laughs> and it was funny because that night prior is when I recorded the Do You Trust Me podcast with Kendall. And we had prayed the litany of trust. And earlier that day, Sister um, Mary, I forget, uh, Sister Mary from the Sisters of Salt, who was at Steubenville, actually prayed the litany of trust on stage. And I was like, what? What's going on? This is crazy. And, you know, I loved it. It was so cool. Um, but, you know, the Lord was obviously putting this theme of trust in my life to kind of help me understand that I needed to trust more. And, yeah, I didn't realize how much I was struggling with that. And right after that, I just was filled with joy. You know, I just couldn't stop smiling, um, cheesing it up. Started laughing to myself a little bit. I was like, was I really afraid of all these things? Did I really not trust the Lord? And, um, man, I just was on that spiritual high for a while. Um, well, still I am, but, you know, like I've gone back to not looking at my job as a job and seeing it as a beautiful ministry that I get to be part of, you know. And, you know, even the Lord has opened my eyes to that this podcast is, it may just be as simple as me being in front of a microphone, but I think he has something crazy planned for it. And so I'm going to keep running with it until he tells me to stop otherwise. Yeah, I'm really, really happy that, you know, I got to, that I got called out. You know, I was I was definitely called out. And, and usually you don't like being called out, right? Because it means that you're being... I don't know, made it put in an uncomfortable position to realize what is actually going wrong with you, what your weaknesses actually are. And it makes you sometimes feel, it makes you most of the time feel uncomfortable. But, you know, I did at first, but, you know, I was just happy to finally be called out because I was like super unsure as to what was actually wrong or if there was anything actually wrong, if I was just in a mood or whatever the case may be. So, yeah, the Lord worked through that and it was a really beautiful thing to experience. And from then, I've been able to just got reacquainted with my zeal for the the ministry, like I said, and have walked into every day at work as an opportunity to love and to serve and to become a better servant. And um, I mean, obviously, I'm not perfect. I haven't lived a perfect life since then. I've fallen. I've... um, I've gotten mad at the person who cuts me off or people who drive slow in front of me um, in traffic. And I need to, you know, be able to take that zeal into everything that I do and everywhere that I go. And I, I have to realize, and I'm trying to realize that, oh, well, I'm slowly realizing that more and more that, you know, my zeal for, for my ministry, the ministry is great, but I need to have zeal for everything in life, even though the hardships, which, you know, easier said than done. It's like, we know what it takes to be a good Christian, but it's so hard because, we are selfish people, right? I mean, I always I was talking to a friend the other night and we said that, you know, a lot of people they're not here to like when you when people hurt you or people do things that make you upset, they're not there with the intent usually, usually. They're not there with the intent of wanting to hurt you or to annoy you. 
they're really just there with the intent of doing what what they think is best for them. And sometimes they're wrong that it's not the best thing for them, but they think it is, so they do it. And sometimes it does inconvenience you in some way, shape, or form. And so therefore, you get upset at them because you think you're going, they're doing it on purpose to harm you. And there are some people who are like that, and those people have a special place in purgatory, hopefully. <laughs> Side note... I wouldn't wish hell on the my worst enemy. I wish that they will have a conversion. I pray that they have a conversion of heart and come meet the Lord. And that's something that I've been trying to work on as well in the past uh, several years now. I'm not wishing hell upon people who I do not like. Because I don't want anyone wishing hell upon me, right? Um... I pray that all these people who hurt me, or, I mean, obviously sometimes it's after the fact that they have hurt me, uh, it's too late, and I and that's where my conversion of heart needs to happen, is that I need to see that sooner and be like, Lord, like, I pray for their heart in the moment that they harm me, you know, that they can come back to you and to get to know you if they haven't known you yet, and to love you in the best way possible. So, yeah, something I'm working on, just as a little side note. So, yeah. I wanted to share my crazy summer with you guys, all the hardships that came with it, or at least some. I mean, I can't go through all of it in a 20-minute podcast that I try to keep this at. But I did want to share this with you because I believe sharing these kind of things, these reflections of your sh- your summer with people or you know whatever time of the time frame, so if it's like, you know, just times of your life with people is so important because you know, hopefully people will learn or maybe they're going through the similar things. Just like how we talked about vulnerability, it's just being able to be open to share these moments because people might learn from where you're going through. And, you know, somebody who's listening to this might be having the same issues or that I'm going through or similar issues or know somebody who might be going through something similar. Um, us as, you know, as people, as Catholics, as Christians in general, we have certain, depending on our life, um, where we are in our life and our faith, we go through very similar things. Uh, whether it, I mean, the, the the circumstances of them all may may be a lot different, but the root of them all comes to either we're too selfish, um, we don't know how to love, or you know, there's something disordered in what how we ought to. So just going back to the root of it, I mean, obviously the circumstances are never going to be that similar or sometimes they can be, but at the root of it, they're very similar, right? Because we have lost the idea of what true love means or haven't met that yet, or we don't know how to be joyful. I don't know. It's just, a you know, just you get what I mean. If you don't, I'm sorry. I'm, I do. I understand. <laughs> um, but yeah, and so when you share these moments and you share your like summers and the, the blessings that came from it, but also the hardships, um, people are able to see like, wow, like he went through all this stuff, but then, you know, the Lord still, he was able to see the great blessings of of those things, of those hard circumstances that it went to. And, and like I, like I keep saying like hardships as if my summer was super hard and draining. Like I got to go to this camp. I go to this retreat where I stayed at a really nice hotel. Um, but you know, like I'm not saying my hardships were anything worse than other people who 
you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to uh, boast in that sense, you know, I'm just trying to show that the Lord works through anything and everything, um, that everything that we go through, it, no, no matter how little the Lord's going to work through it and can work through it. And if you think otherwise, then I don't know who you believe in, but that's not God, you know? And that's why podcasts and things like this and YouTube videos exist because people go on there to share things of their life, their moments that are happening to them, the craziness and all the, and, and they share how they work through it and, or they share their joy and their lives. And people like look at that and I'm like, wow, like they're so, that's like super awesome, you know? And yes, there's a difference between boasting and sharing and, you know, where's the fine line between that? I would say the difference between sharing and boasting is that if you're boasting, you want to share about yourself and your improvements. But if you're sharing, you're sharing because you want to share that the Lord has done great and wonderful things in your life and you're bringing glory to Him. So boasting glory to yourself, sharing glory to God, right? You can boast and show glory to yourself by covering up, pretending like it's about God. Like, God's done so many great things in my life. Look at me now, you know? Um, and that obviously can be disordered in that way. So, I don't know. Like, I would say pray about, is this, if I'm, am I sharing this? If you want to talk to somebody about something, I'm not saying to overthink it, but just kind of sincerely think. Like, am I going to share this with this person because I want to talk about God? Or do I want to talk about myself? But you won't have anything to worry about if you're just trying to bring the Lord to people, trying to help them in their situation, that maybe you went through something similar, you know? Uh, St. Francis Xavier said this, Speak to them the great mercy of God. Sometimes people are helped with your telling of your own lamentable past. So share about these things because... You know, you have an opportunity to glorify God in these moments, in those hardships, like I said. And uh, hopefully you may convert a heart or two with sharing your testimonies, your hearts, or the things that you go through during the times of your life, like the summer or whatever the case may be. So as school starts and some of you go back to college or, you know, maybe you're not in school anymore, you just, just whenever you have a chance to catch up with a friend about you haven't seen in a while, share that moment, just like you're catching up with them, with all the people that you have in your life. It's a great opportunity to grow in community and to grow in trust with one another because like I said, that's always the goal, is to grow closer and to help each other become better disciples and better Christians and better lovers of the Lord. So so yeah, like I said, it's, it's okay to share and to boast about some things, um, but your weaknesses and how God glorifies them, then it's not boasting anymore. It's glory to God, right? In sec- first, first Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. I will all the more gladly boast of my weaknesses that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then I am content with my weakness, insults and hardships, precautions and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. 
guys, the Lord works through these crazy things that happens in your life. Whether you're going through something super hard, the Lord is going to work through it. And you need to be able to understand that you're not going through these hardships alone. And so when it says boast, boast in your weakness, like, I'm not saying go out there and be like, I am so weak, I struggle with X, Y, Z, and telling everybody in the world. No, I'm saying, you know, like, understand that everyone is going through some hardships and don't be ashamed of it. Yeah, you should be ashamed of sin. But understand that the Lord is going to work through it and can work through it, and you have to allow Him to. Welcome Him there. Invite Him in. Let Him in, right? Because he's there at the door. He's just waiting for you, right? Um, but share these things, you know? Um, share these moments with people. Like, you know, like I struggled with this for a while, but the Lord, he took it and he made it, like, he He redeemed it. He took it and he redeemed it. it takes a lot of bra- uh, It takes a lot of courage. And so applaud you all for being brave enough if you are or have been or, you know, if you aren't and you're afraid right now and you have an opportunity, like I just encourage you to go share these moments, share these craziness, um, share your stories. It doesn't even have to be like crazy hardships that you're going through. It can just be like, hey, look, like this summer, like I did today, like I had a crazy summer and it made me really tired and I didn't have a lot of zeal for my faith. And suddenly the Lord worked through that and was able to give me something out of something that I wasn't looking for. Um, anything out of, you know? So it can be as simple as that. Like, I just think it's so important to do it, you know, just to share, just to talk with people um, and to share your moments, that you, the things that you go through. Um, like I said before, I went to a mission trip in Denver, Colorado. I may have mentioned it before. I may not have. Um, called, uh, did a mission trip with the Missionaries of Christ in a city in Denver. And... They talk to the people on the sh- um, the homeless people on the streets, and they call them their friends on the streets. They don't call them homeless, and they go out there and they just talk to them. They share the things that are going in their day to day lives, what they do with these people, and these people do the same thing to them. And they just talk to them like normal people, with the respect and dignity, and that they are worth, and you know that they have. And you know what these homeless people do? They they reciprocate with love. And they share and they become vulnerable or, you know, they they come, they come to trust you and become your friend. And that's why they call them the friends on the streets. And it's a beautiful thing. And, um, you know, if you're if you're looking to be a missionary, please consider Christ in the City. You know, I'm shameless plug on there. And hopefully I had a friend who did Christ in the City. I'm going to try to talk to her about being um, guests on the podcast so that we can talk further about that. But, you know, I love that mission because it's all about relational ministry, you guys. Like, that's all it's about. That's what I love so much about um, doing these things. And I think I might have talked a little bit about this before in um, one of my few for, uh, first few podcasts and on the blog post things. But you can never stop encouraging people, you know. So, yeah, have courage. Be brave for you. Like uh, John Paul II said, do not be afraid to be holy. Have the courage and humility to present yourselves to the world determined to be holy, since full, true freedom is born from holiness. 
He also said, I plead with you, never, ever give up on hope. Never doubt, never tire, and never become discouraged. Be not afraid. Like I said, sharing um, these things I think is important. And I think it just needs to, to, you know, the biggest barrier in most of our things that we do in the life is being afraid of failure, being afraid of rejection, being afraid of something. Do not be afraid. That's why he freaking yelled at every chance he got because JP2 is the boss. But yeah, that's all I got. Hopefully that was helpful in some way, shape or form. Um, if it's not, I'm sorry. Again, I'm just a youth miniature trying to do his best. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed me rambling again for the first time in four weeks uh, by myself. So yeah, I say so yeah a lot. I apologize. <laughs> if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review and a rating if you have a chance. If you just have time for a rating, that's fine. That works too. Um, it helps me gain traction and some some views on well not views i guess it's listens on apple Podcasts. so please do that leave a review if you have a time just a couple words would be great um if you're on spotify or anywhere that you listen to even on apple please subscribe to the podcast so you get notifications as to when i'm posting them again they're usually on every monday but sometimes it's a little delayed for whatever reason if i'm too busy or just have a lot on my plate like I said, I don't have much time throughout the week to be able to do this. This is a side hobby of mine that I love to do. So yeah, make sure you're subscribed so you get notifications when I do post these podcasts. So if you have any suggestions of how to make the podcast better or want to send a comment or anything like that about what you liked about the podcast, you can send it to our email at livingardently@outlook.com, Or you can send them to our Instagram account, which you can follow at livingardently. And you can send them in our DMs, whatever your case may be. And if you want to follow me personally, you can follow me at It's Only Adrian. They'll be tagged in the description below. And yeah, that's all I got. Thanks again for listening. I hope this helped you grow closer to the Lord somehow, some way, shape, or form, like I say all the time. And until next week, keep living ardently. Take care. <laughs>